Hi, welcome to episode three of the Porsche Talk Show, hosted by Let's Talk Porsche and the Porsche Centre South Lakes. I'm Richard Smith, the marketing manager here. And I'm Jay Longstaff, the Porsche Pride. So um, this is our usual talk show. We go through all the latest news from the world of Porsche, from us guys here who are sort of in the world of Porsche to you guys in the world of YouTube. Um, so today we've got um, information on Porsche possibly entering back into F1. We've got a review by Joe on the Taycan GTS. We've got um, some information on the Porsche Sport Classic 911, which has just been announced, and some other exciting news stories. So let's delve right in. So Joe, what do you want to talk about first? Yeah, so rumours about Porsche and F1. Um, chief executive of the Volkswagen Group had been in discussions about it. Uh, and said a few comments. Nothing is official yet, but there's a, a lot of speculation that Porsche potentially will be going into Formula One. It's a bit of a sort of open secret that Porsche have been like itching to sort of get back a little bit into the world of F1, but certain things just had to be quite right for them. Because obviously a big thing for Porsche is if they're in motorsport, they want it to filter down. Is that that's right? Yeah, so Phil and Porsche was out very sort of prompting the fact that we don't enter races Porsche just for the, our own gratification it's to progress the cars and the technology and that does filter down into the road cars I mean the executive board part of the Porsche and Volkswagen group have uh, confirmed that the engine rules do change that they would be happier to enter F1 and the rules are changing sort of in 2025-26 so yeah, yeah. it's going to be really exciting obviously they're going in um the talk is they're going as an engine manufacturer rather than obviously a manufacturer of the actual cars itself. But the talk is there's a possible team up with Red Bull. So yeah, we'll have to wait and see what, what sort of comes of it. But exciting times again and obviously another motorsport that Porsche will be involved in hopefully trickle down to the cars that we see in our show yeah, every day. Definitely. Next thing, we'll uh, just give you a quick uh, view of the Taycan GTS video that um, we, we made recently. Uh, me and Joe went out and about into the lakes. We took uh, our latest Taycan GTS demo um, and did a review on it. So I'll put that up now. It's Joe from Let's Talk Porsche. I've got Richard behind the camera. We've snuck out the office today because not only is it a lovely brisk spring morning, but we have the new Taycan GTS to drive. So it's the first time we've seen the GTS in the Taycan range. So this sits between the 4S and the Taycan Turbo. It actually has the motors off of the turbo and it comes with the Performance Battery Plus as standard. So that's a 93 kilowatt battery. Just under 600 horsepower from this in uh, launch control. So it's a hell of a machine, 850 Newton meters. So with that amount of power, the GTS does not to 16 under four seconds, 3.7 to be precise. GTS is the most passionate sort of uh, version within the range, so it's really about giving the driver the best feel behind the wheel. Visually, there's a couple of differences on the GTS. So this one has the sport design front apron, which is standard, but on top of that, it's got the carbon package, which gives the carbon spats down here. Got the optional 21 inch RS spider wheels on this particular model, finished in satin black, which contrasts the cherry metallic paint really nicely. Carbon inlays on the side skirts, 
We've actually got the optional carbon upper mirror trims. Externally, these look fantastic, but actually from the driver's seat, you get this carbon ring around the lens, which looks really nice. Standard on the GTS is this dark and light strip in the back with the Porsche lettering and the badges finished in satin black. They go really nicely with the darkened headlights on the front as well. One of the coolest bits of technology available on the new GTS is the panoramic roof. This has a built-in sunblind. That isn't a fabric roller blind, it's actually in the glass. So the glass itself, you can change segments of it to let more or less light in. That's going to be a really nice feature that's available soon. They're going to offer this car in a sport turismo, so that's like your estate version, a little bit more practical, more room in the back. Either of those two cars, in my opinion, GTS trim, look the best in the Taycan range we've seen yet. This is a stunning car, and with the black wheels and the black accents, it looks fantastic. Right, so we're inside the new Taycan GTS now. First thing you notice is the amount of race techs all over this vehicle. GT Sport steering wheel, that's finished in race techs, feels really nice. I love the cabin on this, the lower part of the dash, the seats. This one's got the GTS interior pack, so you've got the crayon stitching, GTS logo on the headrest. It just feels really special in here. Porsche really want to emphasise the soul of the Taycan. Me being a true petrol head, I like the visceral experience the car gives you, and part of that is the noise. On all GTS models, Porsche generally enhances the noise level of the exhaust. This being a GTS, it has the electric sport sound as an option. Porsche have actually enhanced the noise that the car makes now. It sounds nothing like an engine. It's really hard to describe, but what it does sound is really, really cool. You actually hear the downshift as well, especially if you put it into Sport Plus, and when under hard braking, you really hear all that recoup. And the best bit is you can turn it off at any point. So once you're up to speed on the motorway, if you're making a business call or something like that, you can just put it into quiet mode and the car is ultra silent. The GTS being the latest trim level added to the Taycan range, it has a fresh homologation. They have tweaked a few things on this, so for the first time we're seeing over 300 mile range out of the Taycan on a full charge, depending on the driving conditions. To achieve that, they've altered a few of the parameters, so they decouple the motors when coasting, and also during certain driving situations, you'll find the vehicle is two-wheel drive to save energy. So yeah, we had great fun on that day, didn't we? It's a really nice car to drive scenic views and the late district around Grisdale and Windermere. Um, epic car, epic place, so yeah, it was really good. And something we touched on in that video is obviously the sound of the Taycan GTS, and that links great to our next news story from the world of Porsche. So um, on the Porsche Newsroom website, um, we'll link in the description below, you can see um, an article, it's all about the creation of the Taycan noise and the Taycan sound. Um, and in this news article, they give clips, obviously the Taycan sound, but also some of the, the classic Porsches through the years, the 356, obviously, but also um, 930 Turbo, Carrera GT, 918 Spider. So you can hear like the sounds of all these like really classic Porsches. Yeah, that's nice to see actually, because obviously you don't get to hear those cars every day. Exactly. And Obviously, Porsche have taken this opportunity. Electric cars, they have to have, by law, an electric noise or some sort of noise to warn pedestrians, but Porsche have really taken on board that they can sculpt this noise and create a unique sound, which like, sort of denotes that this is the Taycan, and when you hear that noise, you'll know it's a Taycan. Like when you hear the sound of the, the, the engine that's in a Carrera GT, if you're in the know, you know 
the, what that engine is and what that is. So it's great that the Porsche have thought about it and have started to do the same thing, but with an electric sound. For yeah, an electrification Porsche understands the future and it's going to be a major part of the brand. So, um, you know, part of that visceral experience of driving a car is the noise. And although it's artificial, it does add to the experience. And the fact you can turn it on and off is lovely, but I think it took them over two years to sort of refine the noise that they've, they've finally got the Taycan to make and it, it does sound really cool. Yeah. Um, talking about obviously keeping on the theme of electrification, uh, Porsche have recently made some acquisitions again in the world of uh, battery technology. Yeah, so Porsche have just invested or they're, they're going to have continued investment in a company based in Washington in America, uh, Washington State, uh, over 100 million US dollars. It's not a small investment then. <laughs> no, and they are a battery company, which are going to help uh, increase the efficiency of batteries and the production of batteries going forward for Porsche as a brand and other companies. Yeah, some bits in the news article that I picked out were that this new development that they're looking at making creates faster charging, more range and better efficiency in a footprint the same size as the batteries that are, there are now, which is really exciting because obviously that means that sort of you don't have to change the size of the car, the, the, the weight and the footprint stays the same, but you get better performance, better range, faster charging, which the holy grail of electrification cars really, isn't it? Yeah, and battery technology is moving so quickly, uh, like with any sort of modern technology, it's really nice to see that Porsche are investing in that. So they're at the forefront and if there's any sort of new breakthrough technologies, which Group 14, this new company that they've invested in, We'll hopefully see Porsche will be able to implement that in the car straight away. So. Cool. Um, and Porsche are, are constantly as looking to seems to be now every time I read the news articles on the cutting edge of technology and as they should be. And one of the ones that I just like to pick up on is as um, Porsche are really pushing the forefront of AI technology, um, machine learning, neural networks, not only in the cars themselves. So so for future like. Automate, um, automated driving, some of the features of like development of Inno Drive and stuff like that. But in the actual creation of the cars for like safety, for doing crash tests, so development of like side skirts and stuff that, that they can do multiple tests and develop it over time using these neural networks that can be thousands of times faster and more accurate than doing real world testing and also a lot of cost effective as well. And I think it being on that sort of forefront of that will really help bring on Porsches in the, of the future. Yeah, a lot of people see AI as sort of artificial, artificial intelligence, sort of um, robots, things like that. But it, it, there's also so much built into the car. So with these self-driving systems that are already implemented in Porsches, so your inner drive or your lane keep assist, you know, these radars, these sensors have to be able to decipher between what is a pedestrian, what's a moving object, what's a static object, what's high risk, low risk. And it's using these AI algorithms that allow it to do those processes much faster and faster and safer. So yeah, again, them investing in the technology, it means they can get it straight into the car sooner uh, and have sort of um, control over it. So just recently, um, we'll end on a video. So Porsche announced the 911 Sport Classic. So um, a few years ago, they created the 997 Sport Classic. This time they're doing it with the 992 Lexus Generation 911. Um, again, harking back to like the history of Porsche again. And it's this is the second, is it, of um, some special edition Porsches that are being 
made. So the idea with partnership with the exclusive manufacturer team is that there's going to be four special editions marking different eras, so the 50s, 60s, 70s and 80s. So the 50s was the Heritage Targa edition, which is a limited edition model on the Targa with the corduroy shoot centres and some really nice sort of gold accents, and green dials. Now this um, Sport Classic is based on the 60s and early 70s, uh, based on the old 2.7 Carrera RS. Um, and that one has a ducktail, it's a manual, it's high power, it's in the turbo body, so it looks absolutely stunning. Uh, and then going forward, we've still got the 70s and 80s to come, which we don't know what those they'll be, but there's more no. line. Yeah, it'd be really cool to see what they sort of come up with the next two. But um, we did a bit of uh, digital editing with our video, so we'll put that up now and you can, uh, we've sort of kind of had it in the showroom, maybe not. Here you go. Hi, it's Joe from Let's Talk Porsche. Porsche today revealed a brand new model variant to the 992-911 lineup, the Carrera Sports Classic. Now this is in partnership with the exclusive manufacturer department, limited to 1,250 models. It's based lightly on the 911 Turbo. It shares the engine, so that 3.7 twin turbo boxer engine exclusively available in the seven-speed manual. So this will be the most powerful manual that Porsche currently offer with 550 PS. So Porsche are reviving the style from the 60s and early 70s. The car is based on the original 911 Carrera RS with a 2.7 litre engine. It will be available in four colours, exclusively the sports grey metallic. First time we've seen that colour on a Porsche. It looks absolutely fabulous. There'll be a twin stripe that runs right over the roof of the car, the bonnet and the ducktail. The ducktail on the back, my favourite feature. So exclusive to this model, looks absolutely stunning. Again, we've seen it before on the older 997 Sports Classic. Looks fabulous. So the Sport Classic will come on the five-spoke centre-lock wheels. The chassis setup will be very similar to as found on the GTS and the Turbo. And in motive sports, it was also a little bit louder volume from the exhaust. The inside, they've tweaked a few bits as well. Black leather with the cognac interior, and there will also be the houndstooth seat centers, which you'll find that pattern on the door cards as well. Again, harping back to some of the classic Porsches. Looks absolutely fabulous. So there you go, 911 Sport Classic, possibly a Porsche of the South Lakes, maybe not. Um, but. Um, yeah, it's going to be an amazing car, so I can't, hopefully, we get to see one here at the centre at some point. Um, thank you again for watching and listening, because obviously um, we now have this as a podcast on Spotify, Apple Music and Amazon Music using the Anchor service, so you can listen to us in the car and have our voices come through speakers. Um, we'll also, we'll be up with episode four in a couple of weeks' time. And also keep a lookout for all more Let's Talk Porsche videos from us um, here at Porsche Centre South Lakes on our YouTube channel. So please like, subscribe um, in the comments below. Let us know anything you want us to talk about, anything you want us to review within reason that we can get our hands on. Um, and we'll hopefully see you again soon.